stupid. I wish that I was as emotional as you and could say that it made my vagina twitch, but it didn't. Well, what did twitch? (laughs) (laughs) I was not prepared for that question. First of all, how did you find out that Biden won the um, election, essentially? I mean, I know that technicality, right? He hasn't actually won, but it's been called for him. So how did you find out? Uh, I found out, I think, uh, either a push alert or Wesley told me. And what was your reaction? Um, I feel like because there were so many days, like, like leading up to it, where we were like, Oh, it looks like it might be bad. It, it kind of went like, I feel like it's hard to say like my reaction was super, like it, it was slow. It was very delayed. It still is. It's still a very measured reaction. I mean, your reactions tend to be very measured. That's true. Um, I'm always like, what was everybody going to think? <laughs> and also because he doesn't quite get it at first. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. But so I, I learned about it uh my mom sent me a text message mm. of cnn en espanol Ooh. and it had a declared biden winning and so actually my initial reaction and hear me out before you judge me on this mm-hmm. my initial reaction was to turn on the tv and go to fox news to see what they were saying to see what they were saying no, that makes sense because they would really be a good measure of whether or not Republicans were also going to be accepting of these results. Because I figured if I go on Fox News and they start talking about like, it was a fraud and it was stolen and ballots this and ballots that, then I'd know that like, even if he was declared, we would still have a huge battle ahead of us. Surprisingly, Fox News not only called it for Biden, but by a higher margin than all the other media outlets. What? Fox News Friday morning, we're at giving Biden 290 electoral college votes. I Wait, was do you like, mean Saturday morning? Saturday morning. Yeah, okay. yeah, my bad, my bad. Got a fact Satur- check. Saturday morning. Yeah, definitely fact check me when it comes to Fox News. <laughs> Saturday morning, they called it for 290 votes when everybody else was just at like 272. Oh my God. And, you know, so right away they started the like, and and they started calling him president-elect Biden like right away. Mm. And they, which I was shocked. That might be why they got that memo then from the Murdochs that was like, don't call him president-elect. Because they said that to not, to to their like, what do you call Like their opinion or their their what do you call it like their table segments what do you call it when when they bring in a bunch of people to fight about something oh like their discussions or yeah whatever. there we go that's what it's called a discussion i forgot what that word was that's that well you know cable news um yeah no because they, they got like a memo that was like don't call him the president-elect and i wonder if that like oh i'm sure that's that. what it was because yeah. saturday morning everyone was calling him president-elect on fox news but even without like them being able to call him president elect, it was still surprising that the murder because the Murdochs, I mean, 
they didn't announce 290 electoral college votes to Biden without Murdoch's blessing. I'm sorry. They oh, did not. yeah, of course. And so to an extent, like he was like, OK, that's that's who it is, you know. And so I was surprised by that. I was definitely shocked by that. And um, but they pivoted really quickly and they started talking about how essentially um Trump's downfall was not handling the coronavirus properly. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. He did not handle, has not handled, is currently not handling. No, not at all. Yeah, I think the way to sum that up is like, God, I think it was Monday. It was just last week. Um, He was at some, I saw some clip of him at some rally and he was like, all the news one talks about is COVID, 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 COVID. And I'm like, yeah. Because we're in a pandemic. So it's like he was like jealous of the like coverage that COVID was getting. He was jealous of COVID. (laughs) So like that's never a good, that's never a good uh, sign. So. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's even, and I think that one of the things is he's even like gotten pissed off now at Fox News for calling it for Biden. So yeah, he's definitely salty and. Yeah, he's jealous of COVID. He's oh, je- yeah. oh, and the other thing was his mishandling of mail-in ballots. Because mail-in ballots are have been around forever. Oh, yeah. I've been voting by mail for almost the entire time I've been uh, I mean, you're voting 12, age. So you've only gotten to vote like twice. But the rest of us have had mail-in ballots <laughs> for decades. And so to sit there and be like, all of a sudden, because you didn't win, it was mail fraud... But is, it wasn't all of a sudden. He's been saying that was going to happen. He's been like planting that seed he, for forever. Because he knew he was going to lose. Like either either I'm going to win or they cheated. Because <laughs> right. those are the only acceptable outcomes apparently. Right, right. So. Uh. I wish that we could pull that off in other things too. Like when you don't win awards. Well, they cheated. <laughs> well, did you see that meme that was like, I can't wait for Kanye to storm the stage and be like, actually, like he did to Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you accept That's this right. presidency. I'm going to let you accept this presidency. But actually, Kanye, bless his delusional heart, mm. conceded to Biden. And <laughs> oh, did he really? <laughs> yes. I was like... That's oh. you and your one thousand votes. Good for you, girl. No, he had actually like there were some. I saw some like reports where like there were there were some states where he got like four thousand or five thousand votes, and I'm like, that must have been people who were just like, I hate everybody, but I like Kanye. But I, so then I feel like there might be some validity to that meme going around that says Nevada just doesn't want to tell anyone that Kanye won. I mean, maybe if maybe. there was any city that was going to be like, we know what to do with you, it would be Las Vegas. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So crazy. And, yeah. you know, and it, it, it's definitely not over. They mm-hmm. have declared that it's fraud and all these other issues. I don't know if any of you know, but David used to have a huge crush on a politician. And Wait, where are we going that politician <laughs> became the crypt keeper. And now he's lead counsel for Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, Rudy Giuliani. Ew, why do you always have to like make it somehow attached to me? I don't like because Rudy you're Giuliani. white. He's white. Trump is white. 
And in order to keep the white race pure, you had to have had some sort of incest down the line. So is, is Giuliani white? I don't His know. His last he name is. is Giuliani. That's not a very. I don't like, know what he is to be honest. I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a vampire. He, that's or an a Italian mummy. name, Giuliani. That's offensive to Italians. But it is an Italian <laughs> name. <laughs> we're gonna have to have somebody fact have to, check us. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. Uh, we're gonna have to investigate what Giuliani is besides The Walking Dead. Yeah, and I, yeah, he's transcended human race. I think at this point, right. he's he's some in between corpse like situation. So he he's he's gonna spearhead this battle, this legal battle against the election. Oh my god. And yeah, I hold on. I have to interrupt you for a second uh, because I find it very fitting that someone who has always kind of probably lived their life when something doesn't go their way saying, well, I'll see you in court or like, I'm a sue your ass or whatever, like that. That's what he's doing to America. Like, are we surprised how many? I, no, I, I'm, I'm really interested to know how many people Donald Trump has threatened to sue to just get them to stop disagreeing with him. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that we would. We wouldn't even be able to measure that amount. I'm sure that he threatens to sue everybody down to the person who cleans his toilet. Yeah. So <sighs> this is just par for the course. But one thing that I found interesting, and I don't know if you saw about this, but there's documents that show that he, um, so he has this this lawsuit fund, right? So his supporters can donate more money. To help with the legal oh, battle yeah. against the election, and then come to find out what is it like twenty percent of it is going to his debt uh-huh. from the initial election. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the same story with Girl. him all the time. He just like is really Girl. bad at handling money, uh, and then he like convinces people who have money to give him money that he can then squander. Like that is literally He's a grifter. Like, yeah, it's so bad. He's such a con man. But like, yeah, no, you're totally right about that. It's like uh, give me money for my legal fees, but I'm not going to show you where I spent that money. And he's just paying off his debt. Could you imagine having, what is it, $70 million that you owe the IRS or whatever he owes? Uh, not to mention the hundreds of millions of dollars owed to foreign banks. I mean, look, I can't even imagine having a million dollars. Well, he does, he can't either. But that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, he did when he inherited from his daddy, but... You know, I also don't know what it's like to inherit money from my dad. So, huh? right, I mean, the same, but uh, but you know, we don't come from that blue. What is it, blue blood? Although I don't know that you would call Donald Trump blue blood. No, I don't think he has blood. Well, that part, but <laughs> that's why he has to use so much spray tanner because underneath it, he's just translucent. <laughs> he, uh, uh. Although I did see, oh my god, I saw this meme. And I thought, yes, let's do it. It says, now to really get at him, let's also get his, his what was it? His foundation line canceled. Oh, my God. Uh, can, you, can we talk about how it goes across his ear? Like, the top half of his ear is pasty white, and, like, his earlobe is, like, the color of an orange. Like, have you noticed that? But also that? his little beady eyeballs look like buttholes because they're bleach white. <sighs> This is a rabbit hole we will never climb out of. No. <laughs> it is true, though. Yeah, I just think, like, th- that's... Hold on. Let's just microanalyze this for a second, actually. Because, like... About his butthole eyeballs? No. About oh. his 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 refusal to stop using spray tanner. I think this is a perfect example of a much larger problem with this man. Because, like, I'm sure someone else in his life... 
I mean, say what you will about Melania's character and who she is, but she is pretty. And she clearly knows how to, like, put on a face and, like, right, put on right. an outfit oh, yeah. and oh, do yeah. her hair and stuff. So it's kind of like... I mean, hate on her all you want. She was a model. Yeah, she's, she's very, very pretty. But, like, here's the thing, though. Like, she or someone else around Donald Trump, because he surrounds himself with people who are far more attractive than he is. Oh, yeah. And, like, someone in there somewhere must have been like, you know, maybe maybe not so much spray tan. And, I, and I, I'm sure that only doubled down his efforts, kind of like a Gretchen Wieners kind of situation, like, we're going to make fetch happen kind of a thing. So I feel like this is just, like, a small little example of, like, a huge character flaw in this man, where, like, if he objectively looked at his face, he would think, I would look better without this spray tan. But I don't know. Like, he's convinced himself. I don't know. I think that he is on that level of delusion where he, like spray tans his face orange and then he dyes his hair that urine blonde yeah. and then because it's like a real faint urine blonde also is that his real hair or is that a piece unknown i know unknown but whatever he die he, he wears his urine blonde hair hair piece yeah. and he looks in the mirror and goes you good looking son of a bitch it's so gross but this is also, you know, her, his spray tan, I thought about this, is also proof that him and Melania do not have sex. Because, because it would be rubbed off on it her? It would be rubbed <laughs> off on her. That bitch would look like an Oompa Loompa, and she does not. No, she... So, clearly... Oh, God. Clearly, that's just not... Did she's, you see she's that meme where it was like a compilation of her walking side by side with him with... Her, him trying to hold her hand oh, and swatting she kept her, swatting swatting away. his hand. But they put like Arizona over her face and then they yes. put like Pennsylvania yes. or like Georgia or Nevada. Yes. It's so funny. That woman, her, he must have her so trapped oh, yeah. in that prenup mm-hmm. because I would have left a long ass time ago. You know he broke. Oh yeah. If I was her, as soon as they announced Biden, I would have gotten a big purse Put in all the expensive silverware I could find in that bitch. <laughs> Grabbed so whatever hard. else of value I could find. It's the White House. You can find shit to sell overseas on the black market. Uh, I don't think she cared about any of stuff with there. She no no no. She I mean, take free- it to, oh, sell, to it sell it. Yeah, because that's true. Her man's is broke. Okay, oh, let's God. not pretend she's. I mean, I guess she can go back to that piss gold apartment, but oh, they have no money. So. So gross. So, like, I would take anything valuable so I could resell it, and I would get the fuck out of there. Okay, hold on. We got to get back on track here. We went down the Trump rabbit hole. He is a black hole that sucks in conversations. We got to get back on track here. Because he is, fingers crossed that everything goes well, but it looks like it will, not going to be president anymore. So, thank God. (sighs) Now. We'll have less to complain about. He is fighting. He is fighting these ballot counts and these results and even though it's a slim margin of a chance that he could win Mm -mm. this could drag out for quite some time because remember the key states that he's fighting on the people who select the electorates are all republicans Mm, yeah, but, but but they here's the thing though. I, they were I want to say where this an NPR maybe, but they were talking about how they've made like a pledge to uphold what the voters have said because uh, there's a yeah, lot of yeah, and some states, of them can actually uh, get penalties if they don't. Yeah, you'll get a fine and thrown in prison. You'll get a fine. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it depends on, it's different per state, which that is mind-blowing. Can we just like take a tiny tangent to talk about like, why do we have different voting laws in different states that's idiotic? I think Because it's like, Republicans feel like, because Republicans feel like each state should deal with the fine details of their laws, except when it doesn't behoove them, and then they want to step in and fuck with shit. That's yeah. what it comes down oh, to. God. It's always about control. But but let me tell you this. Let's say, let's say for argument's sake, that he manages to come up with a decent enough legal argument that he can drag this out into a lawsuit, right? Uh-huh. Guess what happens come January 20th if they're still fighting over who's president? Guess who becomes in charge? Is going to be the Speaker of the House? Is it Nancy, Nancy Pelosi? Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi. That's, That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> and first of all, nobody likes Nancy Pelosi on any side. Yeah, speaking of people who look like they're already dead, but they're still alive. No offense. No, no but... offense, Ms. Pelosi. Don't get me wrong. I like her, but for all the bad reasons. Because she looks like a bitch. She kind of is. But she like... looks like a raging bitch who would send, like... Some fucking troll text messages to Hillary Clinton like, first woman president, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. That's very true. Like, she seems petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. She would also be tweeting at us at three in the morning from her toilet. She's been very memed in the past several like years. Her little clapping or her like, yeah. she's very performative. That's for sure. She is. So I feel like it's just going to be same level of petty other side of the coin. Well, I think it's like there's this saying what like uh, this sounds really fucked up, but like politics is theater for ugly people. Have you heard that? No. What does that mean? It means like people who couldn't make it in Hollywood because they weren't pretty enough. Oh, they get to go be dramatic in politics. (laughs) Exactly. You theater people are shady as fuck. We are shady. Yeah. But we also love each other. But the thing is, I don't think you can apply that anymore because there's like some really hot politicians now. I mean, like AOC. AOC. And I'm not saying that to be creepy. I'm just saying like she's young. She's I am saying it to be creepy. AOC, you and your man break up. Call me. Well, yeah. And, like, even, like, Pete Buttigieg, like, he's kind of nerdy and whatever, but, like, he's, like, young and fit and good looking, so whatever. Or, like, look, I say this in the most respectful way because she about to be our vice president, but Kamala Harris, she ain't nothing to... To not look twice at. Yeah, they're she people She's a good-looking lady. They care about their bodies, clearly. They care about right. being She's healthy and fit. fit. lady yeah. with lovely hair. Her face is always done right. She's dancing around with those Converse. They need yeah. to make Kamala Converse special oh, edition. That would be so good. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, can we just take a moment? So uh, uh, let's kind of segue over to the speeches that uh, Biden and... Harris gave and the reason this comes to mind is because I'm thinking about like how speaking of like just being healthier and fit and whatever when like Joe Biden like kind of like jogged out onto the stage and it's like look I can run I don't have to stumble down a ramp like I can actually (laughs) run (laughs) you're getting a healthier president yeah you get one who knows how to have both feet off the ground for a split second Mm -hmm. that's kind of a weird way to put that but Anyways, um, so like, how was that watching those? I mean, I kind of know because you were texting me and Wesley the whole time, but like, how was that for the people? I mean, look, Kamala is always, she, she used to be a prosecutor. She knows public speaking. She knows delivery. She mm-hmm. knows 
how to move someone. Mm-hmm. So I knew she was going to deliver something polished. Can we talk about how awesome it is that she had such a great speech that she even gave a speech and that it was like basically the same length as Joe Biden's speech? Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I, I love that very much. Yeah. You know Donald Trump never would have done that for anybody. So that alone I like. Right. I mean, to be honest, besides the VP, um, the debate, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if I've ever heard Pence's voice before. Like, and then you that heard man it never and you were speaks. like, I don't want to hear more. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's soft spoken in a creepy ass way. In a creepy way, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, get in the basement. <laughs> yeah. But no, so she was, she was very moving. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I voted for Biden and I do like him. Would he be my idea of the optimal or ideal president? Not necessarily. But I felt like that's what we needed. Somebody that was a little on the moderate side mm-hmm. to win over some Trump supporters who were tired of Trump's nonsense. Yeah. Um, but I always, you know, and this is all in fun, but I always make fun of his speeches because he does get a little rambly. Well. Not not Trump rambly, where Trump is just making weird noises or like when Trump was in Pennsylvania and he's just like, I'm here in Pennsylvania. And let's face it, like, I wouldn't be here in Erie, Pennsylvania if I didn't have to be. And I'm like, really, sir? <gasps> oh, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. But but <laughs> when he started listing off people, Biden started listing off people, and he was like, black, white, Latino, immigrants, people of color, people from the South. I know. It was unfortunately <laughs> reminiscent of Trump talking about his aptitude test results for that like right. old people exam he took. So I was texting your mm. husband, Wesley, with like beans and rice, <laughs> extra cheese, guacamole, oh my God. sour cream. Oh my like, God. Because it just felt like, I was like, and this is the part where I list off all the things I know. Like, Here's the thing though. like, So I read <laughs> that Joe Biden had like a childhood stutter. And yes, so he, I read has that. To, he has to use a lot of tactics to avoid stumbling over his words, um, which that is once true. you kind of have that, you think about it. And then I think it's almost like adorable in a way because he gets excited sometimes and starts to talk too fast. And then he has to be like, come on, Joe, slow it down, slow it down. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't stumble your words, you know? I liked his speech. I thought it was really sweet that they brought their families up onto the stage and everybody was wearing a mask. Oh yeah, and Kamala kept showing, I I, I get some of her family members, I don't claim to know all of her family, obviously, but she kept reminding them to wave to the crowd and it was kind of the cutest thing in the world. Like, you gotta wave, people. It was very cute. It was very like, we're on a cruise ship and we're about to leave. Like, or it's like the end of the show, everybody wave. Well, I imagine it must have been kind of awkward for I would have felt awkward having to have stood on stage for an entire uh fireworks show and like drone show and have to wave at people the whole time that's a very long time to have to wave at a crowd that's that's true but you would assume that people are watching the firework and drone show because that's true they it were was watching amazing it, too. it was amazing I was actually trying to get a clip of it to save on my phone because I thought it was so much fun. It was mm-hmm. legit like Disney quality performance of uh, drones and the drones, fireworks. Yeah, the drones, yeah. 
I feel like if it was like Disney though, it would have been like a surround situation and like That's fireworks true. would have gone That's up behind true. them. And that like, would have been so much fun if all of a sudden it was like, bam, right behind them and then to the left and to the right. And it did startle them when the first one went off though. Yeah. You know, everyone was like, was it a gun? Well, and did you see at the, I know. <laughs> well, one of the, I noticed Kamala's husband like crouched for a second like he had like that f- additional flinch when the pop went off uh well yeah i would have too although i do think they were behind plexiglass they were you could see that i didn't notice it at first but then once they hit them at an angle you're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah, plus yeah. you could the reflection of like the the fireworks and stuff you could start to see it once oh, there was yeah, like all yeah, the lights yeah. yeah did you see but but the reason i also say it was like disney quality is did you see it all the way to the very end at the very end they they Shot their wad, if you will. They, oh. <laughs> they, they blew oh, their I wad. Saw. It was like all of a sudden they were like, ah, shit, we still have 20 boxes of fireworks. Just light them all up. Oh, yeah. It went crazy. <laughs> Just light them all up. I did love the, the drones, too. I think drone shows need fireworks. I think that's the conclusion I've come to because they were very fun. But if there was no sound, it wouldn't have been as fun. So I think the that was The sound cool. is fun. The sound yeah, is the very fun. Fireworks, the drones, they were really great. It took a little too long for it to spell out Harris, though, because I was um, like, are oh they going to do it? Oh my God. I, like, <laughs> I am so glad you said that because I thought I was the only petty hoe at home because I was sitting there and I was like, okay, all right, Biden, okay. Biden logo, okay. USA, okay. United States, okay. Biden Buy your logo again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 46. All right. And then I was like, and where my girl at though? I know. I was like, uh, and then it finally, and I was like, oh, thank God. I know. Because that would have been everyone like, oh, they didn't make the drone show spell out Kabbalah Harris. Oh, and you know, I would have tweeted up a storm on that one. Yeah, we know how you are with the Twitter. I do love me a Twitter situation. Oh, God. But no, I was, I was looking for it and looking for it. And then finally I was like, oh, okay. Don't be dissing my girl. Don't be dissing my girl. Mm-mm. No. But no, I thought it was I thought it was quality. I thought it was a quality program. Okay, so Teddy, um how did you feel watching the speeches though? I think that's what like I, I, that's what matters most to me, I think is how did we feel? Oh, David. I wish that I was as emotional as you and could say that it made my vagina twitch, but it didn't. Well, what did Twitch? <laughs> I was not prepared for that question. If it wasn't the Jaini, what was it? I was like not prepared. Like an eyebrow? For the, I think like I had a... Like, a, like, a, like a left titty Twitch. Okay. I had like a left titty Twitch. So on a scale so like, of one to ten, what's a left titty Twitch? So like... That sounds like some abusive... A vagina Twitch <laughs> is like a ten, right? Like I got so excited that I was like, Woo! <laughs> A left titty twitch. Now, I'm not saying a double titty twitch, okay? A left titty twitch (laughs) is like I was excited, but give me more. (laughs) Okay, but that's good for a first speech. No, I was very, um, you know, I have a hard time listening to politicians speak because... (laughs) You're like, show me, sure, sure. Sounds like a... Right, right, right. Empty promises, empty promises. Yeah. So... (gasps) Oh, also, I have to say this. I don't know if it was this speech or a previous one that he did, but he did say all he was talking about all the people who have passed away from COVID. And this is going to sound a little insensitive. I'm sorry. But if you're a musical theater person, you'll be like, no, I, I probably had the same thought uh, when he was like, um, 
you know, all these, you know, people, he was talking about empty chairs. Mm-hmm. And then he talked about like empty dinner tables. And I was like, no, 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 you can't say that phrase. Because <laughs> there's a song in Les Mis that's like, uh, empty chairs and empty tables. And I was like, I can't, I can't have you talk about oh such a serious my. thing and then have that song pop in my head. It was just, a little, I was like phrasing, phrasing. Anyways. That's all. David's sitting here like, how dare he quote Les Mis in such a serious conversation? I mean, it is fitting. It, but, it is very fitting. But it's like musical theater people are like total like irritating assholes about quoting shows constantly. Really? So, uh, oh, yeah. That's true. I forget that you're not I'm like not in the constantly mu- surrounded by musical theater people no, all the no, time. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like literally, you cannot say anything without someone turning it into quoting some sort of musical theater song somewhere. Because all a lot of musical theater songs, like the hook is a catchphrase. You know what I mean? Right, it's like right, something right, that right, right. that is already being said, you know, and that's what makes it catchy and that's what makes it work. But like, yeah, so anyways. Y'all are too, ex- well, that's why you're musical theater people. Because we you need, extra. You we extra. need to wear something shiny and people need to applaud us for existing. Extra attention. <laughs> I know. I think about that sometimes. Other people don't get to end their workday with people cheering and applauding them like you do when you work in musical theater. Like, at the very least, people are going to applaud you. <laughs> that is very fitting for you. I know. We're all. Uh... That is very. Fi- See, why didn't Trump go into musical theater? Because he can't sing. How do you know? Or dance. Look at him. He well, can't he even... Can't, he clearly can't even, he can't dance. Yeah, he can't hold a cup. <laughs> clearly he can't dance. But I don't know. Maybe he's got a real good, like, bravado in there. <sighs> no. Also because musical theater people won't accept him. And we're a very accepting group. I just want to say that. But, like, mm, nobody likes Donald Trump in musical theater. I cannot think of a single musical theater person who was like... I like Donald Trump. Like, I literally can't think Really? Of Not yeah. even, like, the, the bougier white folks? No. I cannot think of a single actor who was like, I'm down with Trump. Because I'm sure there are, right. like, maybe producers or, like, people behind the scenes or, like, investors or things who, who like him. But the thing about theater, and I think musical theater especially, is you're kind of... We call, we call it in the trenches. Like, you're in the trenches with these people. And so, like... You literally go to your job. You're in a dressing room. You literally get undressed in front of each other and like put on your costumes or whatever. And you like go on stage and you know that that show's not going to happen unless every single one of you does your part. So there's just right. such an inherent right. collaborative. I think you just you start to care about other people more when you do musical theater because you are more intimately involved with your coworkers. And, and it's emotional. And so there's all this emotion happening on stage. And that just makes you feel a little bit more connected to people. And so, yeah, I think theater makes people more compassionate. So. That's understandable. Whereas, yeah. like, you take somebody like me who's the on the opposite end of the artistic spectrum where mm-hmm. I'm all about the visual by itself. And, you know, I do a lot of visual design. I've done a lot of art previously. And that's um, why you're a secret Trump voter. I've designed a lot of tattoos. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Look, we all know that you voted for Trump and you secretly call him a zaddy. But <laughs> we need to stop it. I just but I did not. I did not vote for. No, but what I'm we, saying is course, like. Continue talking about your beautiful art. I work as. as but I like to work alone. Yeah. I like to work alone. I don't like being bothered. Even in projects, um, 
you know, even when I do like web redesign and stuff like that, I like to work alone. I have a hard time working with other people. And even when I do work with other people, it's kind of like here, I did the whole project to just add a couple of thoughts and then we're done. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's worth noting while we're talking about this, that you designed our super like awesome looking logo and you built the whole website. Yeah. You, yeah, and you run all the social media. Like, I essentially just show up, talk, and then edit the episodes. And that's even, also hard work. We both do that's hard true. work. That's true. It is hard work. Yay for us. But it's interesting because it's very much, we show up, we have a conversation, and then we go back to our little holes and like do, Right, do and then you go pieces. back to dealing with the audio, and I go back to dealing with the visual. Yeah, it's a wonderful uh, combination, actually. It is. It is a very wonderful combination. And actually, when I was going to um, school for graphic design, and I did a lot of projects with journalism majors and mm. they, they always told me that, you know, they deal with the words and I deal with the visual. And so every person that deals with audio elements wants a good visual person in their back pocket to mm-hmm. help them. So mm-hmm. it's a great marriage. It's a great marriage to have that, you know, sight and sound. I agree. But, but. Before we're now we're just talking about ourselves. So we're (laughs) typical. We're we're typical. typical. (laughs) I but no, I back to the the event, the Biden Harris event. Mm -hmm. I did get a little I got excited. I wasn't emotional like a lot of I know it's huge, right? It's huge. She is a woman. She's a woman of color. Mm -hmm. She's a woman of mixed ethnicity. She has she's in a mixed ethnicity marriage. Um, her husband's Jewish and he's going to be the first second gentleman or whatever they're going to call him. I know that the trending hashtag was hashtag second dude, which I thought was cute. Yeah. I think gentleman because we call it a lady and you say ladies and gentlemen. But so that was monumental. And I think that that's what I was most excited about because, um, politically I'm not super in love with either one of them, nor am I even that into politics regularly. Mm hmm. Um, except that I've wanted the dumpster fire we've dealt with for the past four years to be put out. Mm -hmm. But I was just excited and I was hyped. And when she came out to a Mary J. Blige song, my daughter and I were jumping up and down on the bed. We Mm -hmm. were clapping. Mm -hmm. It was just a moment of sheer excitement. It's almost like somebody telling us we won the war or, or that we were finally on our descent out of the twilight zone. Yeah very true <laughs> how did it make you feel uh i think it didn't feel very real to me mm. because i was so used to like you know when you don't realize that things make you anxious until you're no longer anxious yes like it felt like that like i was like oh i can watch this speech and i'm not bracing myself for something horrible to be said <laughs> i'm not bracing myself for that moment where i'm gonna be like i cannot believe they said that it was like a speeches where we got from the very beginning to the very end and like the the only thing that i thought was a little bit uh, too much and this was just a personal thing was invoking god or whatever and being like god bless america i'm like i understand americans love to say god bless america but i'm like we have too much of that in this country it's toxic but um, uh, in the sense that people use, because I feel like I should clarify this, in the sense that people will be like, because I praised God, you should listen to me now. That's something I do not like. I think people are uh, free to practice their religion however they want, but like it's important that you don't try and say like, because I am this religion, that makes me credible. I don't think it does. I think that your accomplishments and what you do 
should be the thing that makes you credible. So that was the only thing that even remotely rubbed me the wrong way, but it just barely did. Cause it wasn't like, you know, what we've been hearing for years and years and years, for like the past four years, there's a case to say five years because of the campaigning, but like all of the stuff where it's like, I cannot believe Donald Trump just said that. I can't, I can't believe he said that. Like, you know, so it, it, to me, I just felt relieved. I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to brace myself for what's coming right now. I got a lot more emotional about Kamala, I think, Kamala Harris, for sure. Now, real quick, before you you tell me about your thoughts on Kamala, I do want to say that even though he did go a little longer on God and the Bible than I thought he was going to, Mm -hmm. I like that he didn't use it, like you were saying, against us. Exactly, yeah. A lot of times people use God and the Bible and religion against you and to justify why they're superior yeah whereas he didn't do that and i appreciated that although where i got nervous was when he started talking about a hymn and i was like if this man starts singing i'm gonna fall out my chair if this man starts and then if the hymn is is a little sketchy or if it starts sounding like a plantation hymn i'm gonna i i they better just Cut the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did feel that too. I was like, oh God, he's going to sing. Don't sing. Don't sing. Anyways. Do not sing, sir. Yeah. No, that's fair to point. And that's, I think, when I said I was bracing myself for something like that to happen because so many things have happened where we're like, oh, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, and, and from Democrats too, like when, uh, what was it, like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, they put on like some sort of like African garb. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not just that Republicans have done this. Like, so many people have done, like, sort of, like, performative political acts that are really kind of, like, upsetting. And it's just, like, lip service. And it's, like, really, like, uh, what do you, it's like, it, like, minimalizes people's struggles. So he did not do that. I think that's, yeah, no, he did not do that. And I was bracing for it. But I did clutch my pearls. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. I I was like, oh God, where's he going? I was like, ooh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, also fun fact, he's going to be only the second Catholic president. Can you believe we've only had one other Catholic? That's actually bizarre to me. I think that's crazy, too. Because I would have expected most of them to have been Catholic. Yeah, I guess not. Have we ever had a Mormon president? No, we got real close with, wasn't Mitt Romney running for president? Yes. Yeah. Is he a Mormon? Uh, yeah, he's like definitely, yeah, Look, super I don't Mormon. know about your people, okay? I don't keep up with the Mormon. There's actually the quite Mormon a few. Times. I think Jeff Flake is also Mormon. Oh. Uh, Senator, he's from Arizona, I think, right? Anyways. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all in all, uh, I think that it was very refreshing. It was very, uh, it made me feel optimistic. And that's a feeling I have not felt in a very long time. So. Well, that's good. And And you were saying Kamala really touched you. Yeah, because I've... Spiritually, not physically. Yeah. I'd let her touch me physically, though. I mean, she cute. Yeah, if I, I like, ever, like, make a dumb decision and someone needs to smack me, I'd be like, okay, you can hit me. Like, it's fine. Oh, I bet she gives a good slap. I bet she does, too. She'd Mm -hmm. be like, shut up. One of those, like, telenovela slaps. Yeah. Like, just puts mm -hmm. elbow grease into it. Yeah, she'll knock some sense into people for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I've actually paid attention to her. A lot more because, you know, when she was running for senator, you know, and 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 she's from uh, Berkeley. And so like all these things where I'm like, I actually know more about her. So I think I was just more invested in her journey. And because, you know, I'm a storyteller and I work in theater, like I'm all about that journey. And so like, I think for me, I was like, 
She did it. And I did actually vote for her in the primary election as well. I was really honestly torn between her and Pete Buttigieg, but I felt like Kamala had the the guts. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt like, like she had the guts and the mm-hmm. experience. I agree. She knows how to handle the Senate. She knows. So I think like for me, I was just like, look at this. A powerful woman who uh, is defying the odds. Uh, the, the table is so stacked against her and she just does not care. And I also was thinking about the fact that you know she marched in the gay pride parade and like wove a with big her, ass with her rainbow jacket yeah oh, i just that's what i think about is like someone who actually doesn't just say that she cares about gay people she does and she loves our community and so it's like i cannot think of a single she has single stepped out quite person. a bit for our yeah. people here in Sacramento in California. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, what yeah. I mean. Where it's not just something that she's like, oh, I'm going to say that I support gay people because I want them to vote for me. No, she fucking went to the pride parade and she was planning her outfit and it was something that she was looking forward to. So I'm like, see. And she danced around in that rainbow jacket. like, uh-huh. Yeah. And like waving the gay pride flag. And I'm like, see, she cares about people and I can feel that and so when people are like she's stiff or like all this stuff about her track record I'm like you know what she was a she was a prosecutor she was and a that's prosecutor. what she had to do exactly but you know what else I love about her she has openly and publicly said there are things that I have done that I would not do now now that I know more now that I know how the system works more she right. has she has owned things that did not go she well she has grown exactly she has grown she is because the, I do yes. I, I was one of the people that kind of raised an eyebrow to her prosecution history to prosecution prosecutor prosecute whatever her history whatever her his her work history okay Mm -hmm, yeah i was one of those people that raised an eyebrow like girl you was locking up a lot of your people on some technicalities Mm -hmm. but she has admitted to mistakes she has Mm -hmm. shown growth and she's one of those people you know people talk about well hillary clinton was pro lgbt QIA and all of this. Actually, Chelsea Clinton was the one that changed her mom's mind on being okay with gay marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and Biden, Biden now, people have said, well, he's flip flopped on issues. No, he's been around since 19 dickety dickety, okay? Yeah. So back then, he probably did feel that certain, um, what we would consider like discriminatory practices or bigoted practices you know, we're okay. And you are a product of your environment. Mm -hmm. And he has grown and he has learned. And at 78, he's jogging up a stage and showing love for everybody. So I ain't mad at somebody for their past. Yeah, I don't need someone who has a perfect record. I need someone who says that they are willing to learn from their mistakes and grow and be progressive. That's what it's about. Progress for society. You cannot hold people. Right. You can't act like you know everything and you can't act like you're already like there's, you know, my dad always told me the smartest person in the room is the one that isn't scared to ask questions. 100%. That's a good quote. Yeah. And I always think of that when people act like they know for certain the answer. Mm -mm. That's ego. You You can't have ego. You won't learn. Exactly. I do have to point something out about the speeches that I noticed. And, you know, people talk about how systemic racism doesn't exist. Some people don't believe in it. Mm. Or some people don't believe that there's a difference between how you can comport yourself as a white person versus a person of color. But 
I made a note when I was watching them speak. Why is it that when Kamala speaks, now if she's get if her tone gets loud, she's considered aggressive. So when she speaks, it's very calm. It's very calculated. Uh, it's always with a smile, so she can always sound pleasant. But Joe comes up here. I know here, where you're going with this. And he's just like, we won, America! And I'm like, why is this man yelling at me? We're celebrating the same thing, sir. No, hold on. I just have to I have to point out something. I think it's because he's old. No, and he no, can't no. Hear. No, no, no. Think about it though. Cause no, then because then no, I, I thought agree. back in my mind too, because he kept yelling and it was unnerving to me. Because if you are a person of color, it is unnerving to have an old white man yelling at you. That is period, fair. Point blank. I mean, I'm sure it's unnerving any person, even white people, but especially as a person of color, you don't want an old white man yelling at you. And I kept texting your husband, like, why is this man yelling at me? Uh, You texted me too. Oh, did I? Yeah, you texted us both. And I said, here's the thing, like, Obama, you never heard him yelling at people. I know. He had that, like, suit, like that, that all state, (laughs) that all state man, soothe, calming voice. We can do this, America. Yeah. We can do this. Yes, we can. And then Joe comes out and he's just like, people of color, white people, people in chairs, people leaning on the walls, (laughs) people sitting in their cars, people that own blue stuffed animals. We're all going to do it. Why are you yelling and listing off things I don't know? It is true. Calm down, sir. It is true. I think that that... Uh, most people who have lived privileged lives, uh, i.e., I want to define this quickly, right? You understand what I'm talking about, but for anyone who's listening who might be triggered by the word privilege, with which I just want to say get over your fucking self if right. you are triggered by the word privilege. Right. I'm so tired of people being like, that is a hateful word. I'm like, how the fuck is it hateful? It's like the word wealthy is not a hateful word and that is a form of privilege anyways but yeah i mean look i wish you could use the word wealthy when you're describing me i would love that yeah privilege is a responsibility it is not a um it is not something to to feel bad about it is something to do something with when you have privilege you should use it anyways right point being um uh i forgot what i was talking about I don't know. We were I got wrapped about up about privilege. I know. But I was going to say something about... Um, about Joe yelling at me and me being scared. Yes. And yet how Obama and how Harris have to speak in a calm, soothing voice. Yeah. I have no idea what I was going to say. Okay. Something right. along the lines of like, I think when you have privilege, it's hard for you to really see yourself the way other people see you. You know, it's like okay. it's, it can be difficult because um, like I, I just think that sometimes, you know, because you're so used to it, you get so wrapped up in the moment mm-hmm. and you don't realize that not everybody receives you the same way. Exactly. And a lot of times when you have a little bit more privilege in your life, people treat you nicer. Uh, yes. I have sort of noticed that because sometimes I feel like I'm uh <sighs> This is a really bad term to use, but no, I won't use it. Um, what term? Well, when people are like, the help. Like, uh, yeah. Because I have felt that way when I teach piano lessons for some of the like more affluent clients that I have. 
Where there's like, oftentimes, and I don't mean this like in a bad way, but it's like oftentimes there are sort of assumptions made. Like, oh, just come come to the house and do it there. Or just this, or like, oh, you can do this, or you can do this. And I feel like, oh, you must be used to people just kind of agreeing with you all the time or something here. So it's, it's, and maybe that's in my head. Like for like, I'm sure a lot of that's in my head because I get a little uncomfortable when I'm around someone who I know like owns a high rise building or whatever. Like it can be a little. But also, you're on 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 their salary, so they're just like, just go ahead and do it here. Like they, they're paying you. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't feel like I'm on their salary or whatever it is. It's I'm charging them. I'm selling them okay. something. I'm not All working right. for them. I'm selling them okay. my service, which is a confusing thing for people to to understand sometimes because, like, if I don't want to teach them, I don't have to. Right, 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 right. So, but no, it is it is an interesting thing sometimes. You but know. it's an interesting way that you frame that because being who I am and the experiences that I have, I'm constantly looking at it as you are paying me to do for you. Mm-mm. And that's, and that's, I think maybe that's a cultural thing, mm-hmm. but it's always, you know, I think especially like Mexicans, you know, when we have a lot of people in the, in the, in the service areas of, you know, cleaning and cooking and things like that, you do get treated and you do get put in this mentality of I'm paying you. So you have to be over here. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, to be honest, it. I didn't even occur to me to frame it the way you do. Well, it didn't occur to me to frame it that way at first either. And I think I was often just going along with people doing whatever they wanted because I was like, well, you're paying me. But in actuality, I am selling them a certain amount of my time. And that's what I'm selling right. them. And and it's it's honestly just it's the way the transaction happens. They pay me for, you know, for 45 minute chunks of my life every month. That's right. what people are paying me for. So what should we say right at the end? Um, it is an interesting upcoming weeks that we have with the Trump lawsuits and Biden Harris starting to put together their various teams. I'm excited about a coronavirus team, which mm-hmm. they're supposedly starting to put together now. Oh, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Electoral College. So we will return to this topic after the Electoral College meets and... See. And that's in December, yeah? Yeah, that's in December. That's mid-December, so right before our Christmas spectacular. Oh, we'll be back. <laughs> we will give you our our takes on what's been going on with Captain Cheeto and the Funky Bunch. So sit tight, America. Sit tight. Pocket Candy is produced in Sacramento, California by me, David Taylor Gomes. Pocket Candy logo and web design by Teddy. Theme music by David Taylor Gomes featuring additional backing vocals by David Taylor Gomes and you guessed it, Teddy. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PCKTCNDY or Pocket Candy with no vowels. If you love us, leave us a five-star review and don't you forget to subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.